bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobil. And now, today's word. In Christ, in Christ, when you are in him, it changes who you are. Your whole identity changes and you become intimately acquainted with him. The next question we want to ask is, what is the basis of this union with Christ? Remember what we read in John 14, our opening text. It says, a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father and my Father in me and I in you. What's the basis of this union? Go to the same John chapter 14, verse 18, uh, verse 8 to 11. And I want you to pay attention to what Jesus is saying. John chapter 14, verse 8 to 11. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? It's a very interesting thing. Philip has, has been a disciple of Jesus Christ for many uh, uh, years, uh, three years. Jesus is almost ending his earthly ministry. And, and, and Philip says to Jesus, show us the Father. And Jesus seems shocked by that question. He says, Philip, have I been with you all this time and, 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 and you didn't know who the Father was? If you have seen me, you've seen the Father. That's a very interesting thought. Verse 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. The Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. I am in the Father and the Father in me. Then go to John chapter 17, verse 20 to 21. John chapter 17, 20 to 21. Jesus says, I do not pray for these alone but also for those who will believe me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. I want you to note the phrase, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. So Jesus is saying that the relationship he's going to have with us after his resurrection is based on this. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. That's, that's how he's going to relate to us. That's the basis. So 
what Jesus is saying is just ask that relationship as this. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. You also will be in me and I in you. So when we talk about our Christian life, we are not just talking about Christ living in us. And I think we are very familiar with that Jesus is in my heart. I've received Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Christ lives in me. Christ lives in me. We talk about a lot. But you never hear much about the fact that we also live in him. So we carry him and he carries us. I am in him and he is in me. As the Father is in the Son and the Son in the Father. There is two things here. First, there is indwelling 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 means that this relationship is not an outside relationship it's not God with us it's not God for us it is Christ in us it's a different thing when somebody is with you if somebody is with you it's great but sometimes you can be separated from him because you get to a, a, a corner where you have to move from one place to the other. And you realize that the person you were with cannot come with you. So, so you move and he stays to move later on. So our relationship with Christ is not him with us alone. He is in us. So wherever we are, even in the tightest space, he never is left behind. He is in us. He is in you. And not only that, there is indwelling and then there is interdwelling. The greatest mystery of the Christian faith is that Christ lives in us and we live in him. There is interdwelling. Christ lives in us, so he's present here on earth. But the other truth is that we live in Christ, so you are present in heaven. Your life is not just an earthly life. Your life is also a heavenly life. We live in him. We live in him. Where he is, there we are. That is our relationship with Jesus. He lives in us. We live in him. And in this series, we are going to explore much of what it means to live in Christ. Because what I've come to realize is that the Christian faith, as we know it, is gradually becoming dependent on pastors, and men of God. And I'm not devaluing pastors and men of God. I'm one of them. I can't devalue my job. <laughs> I'm a pastor. I'm a man of God. But I'm seeing more and more that the Christian life of the, the Christians of today are shifting from Christ to men of God. They are shifting to trust in the anointing on a man of God. Instead of living in Christ. So when you read the New Testament, you don't hear Paul extolling his anointing. 
you hear him always talking to the Christians to know that their lives is hid with Christ in God. That they live in Christ. That they live in him. That their power is in him. The authority is in him. He pointed them to the life in Christ. But we are doing very less of making people know that they are in Christ. Not in Pastor Otterville. Not in any other pastor or prophet. Your life is not in me. Your life is in Christ. Where he is, there you are. Where he sits, there you sit. What he has, you have. And so Jesus is saying, just as the Father is in me and I in him, so shall I be with you. You will be in me and I in you. And he says, because I am in the Father and the Father is in me, I speak his words and I do his works. If you want to do the works of God, it doesn't come just by attending church. It comes by fully acknowledging that Christ is in you and you are in Christ. When we live that truth, my friends, the power of God will not be scarce among us. And you will not wait for a man of God to work the works of God. Each one of us will work the works of God because he lives in us and we live in him. Your power and your authority is not based on my anointing. I am anointed, but you are also anointed. Christ is in me. Christ is in you too. And the Christ is in me is not bigger than the Christ in you. He doesn't live in you in fractions and decimals and lives in me in whole numbers. No, he lives in us equally. He is complete in you. He is complete in me. He can show himself in you. He can show himself in me. My job is to point you to that. My job is not to make you depend on me for your strength, for your power, for your ability. My job is to make you know that there is one living in you and you live in that one. On earth, he is in you. In heaven, you are in him. We live in him. We live in him. We live in him right now in heaven. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and guess what? He's not there alone because we are in him. You are also seated together with him in heavenly places. That means that you have access to a higher authority. We may never know how to use that authority, but we have it. You may never know how to deploy that authority, but you have it. Because you live in him. Somebody say, I am in Christ. Say it one more time. Say, I am in Christ. So the union... Of the Father and the Son is the pattern for the union between Christ and the church. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 18 and 19 says, Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ Reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word 
of reconciliation. So what the passage is saying, because Christ is in the Father and the Father is in him, when Jesus was going to the cross, God was actually present in the process of the redemption. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That union, there was never a time when God was not in Christ and Christ not in God. In the same way, there will never be a time when Christ is not in the believer and the believer not in Christ. There's never going to be a time. There's never going to be a time. Wherever you are, he is in you and you are in him. Wherever you are, he is in you and you are in him. When you feel well in your body, he is in you and you are in him. When you are up, he is in you and you are in him. When you are down, he is in you and you are in him. There is never going to be a time when he is not in you and you are not in him. You live in him. You move in him. You speak through him. You have his wisdom. You have his righteousness. You have his power. Our life here on earth has a component in heaven. And when we live in that life, as I'm going to show in this series, you can legislate at a higher level. When I'm on earth, my authority is earthly. When I am seated with Christ in heaven, I climb to a higher level and I have higher legislative authority. And so I can speak things from my position in heaven and I can speak things from my position here on earth. We live in him in heaven. He lives in us here on earth. Now for you to understand our union with Christ, I'm going to show you the pictures of our union with Christ in the Bible. How does it look like? How does it look like? Now when we say that Christ is in us, it is not in the sense of which you can say, for example, uh, the books or the tools are in a box. When you have tools or books and you put them in a box, they are in the box, but they are not part of the box. If I have food, milk, water, and I put my water in a glass. The glass is the water is in the glass, but it is not part of the glass. So when we say we are in in Christ, it, it doesn't mean He contains us. It is more than that. We are in Him in a more dynamic state than just He containing us. We just being there. He's carrying us. And maybe as an excess baggage. And for some people, when they say Jesus is in us, it's like Jesus is excess baggage. I remember uh, a friend of mine who used to be a, a very good athlete. He was a good sprinter, powerful sprinter. And he got born again and stopped running. And we said, why, why have you stopped running? You are talented. You are a good athlete. He says, I can't run again. We said, Why? He said, Jesus is in my heart. I don't want him to be tired. Honestly, he said it. Jesus is in my heart. I don't want him to be tired. <laughs> now, many of us, when we say Christ is 
in us. We, we see it like we are the glass and he is the water. Or when we say we are in him, he is the glass and we are the water. In that illustration, although you are in, you are not part of. The glass is not part of the water and the water is not part of the glass. So when we, are, we say we are in Christ, what does it mean? I'm going to give you three pictures that the Bible paints of that union. The first, Jesus Christ himself states it. And, and, and the apostles stated, he is the head and we are the body. He is the head and we are the body. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. So this is the picture you have, the head and the body. Now the head is quite distinct from other parts of the body. The head is not the hand, the head is not the neck, the head is not the stomach, the head is not the leg. So the head is separate or distinct from the body. But the head is joined to the body. So the head gives to the body and the body gives to the head. The head flows to the body and the body flows to the head. There is a dynamic relationship. So it's not separate. If the head separates from the body, it's a different condition. But the head, he is the head We are the body. We are joined together. We flow into each other. As he, the Father is in me, so you will be in me and I in you. That's what Jesus said. You'll be in me and I in you. He is the head. We are the body. So that's the first picture we want you to have. That it's not like water in a glass. It's like the head on a body. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mansa Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensa Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000. Joy 99.7 FM.